Welcome, friends, to the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour with your hosts, Sig Bisley and Colt Mauser. Before we get started, please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this. Now, let the animation appreciation commence. I never thought I'd say this, but after today, I'm a little burned out on anime titties. Fucking heresy. <laughs> so many. <laughs> commissar, Commissar, this one over here, please. Oh, no. I'm not that much of a heresy. Oh, wait, he's just going to shoot me because I've probably been possessed by Slanesh at this point. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you just got to let, uh, let it percolate a little bit. It'll be fine. I'll have my lust for anime titties back tomorrow. Anyway, Recutie Honey has a lot of titties in it. A lot. A lot. Like a lot. But the rest of it's pretty fantastic, too. So we're going to get into that. Um, I finally had some time to go back through some old stuff that I missed from the last five years or so. so you said get... 2014, man. Whatever. I hate to alarm you, but that was like eight years ago. Uh, I'm just saying. It is what it is. So anyway, we got that. What the fuck else was there? Oh, I got stuff from this week. And then the news. Cause the we, news. Because we always start with the news. All right. So first things first. So if y'all like some, uh, you know, shooter, bullet hell kind of nonsense games, um, we got here Raiden 4 X Mikado. <laughs> gotta have the X. <laughs> you're the supposed X. to pronounce the X, but you gotta have the X. Uh, remix for the um, coming out now. It was on the Switch 4. Now it's coming out on the PS5, PS4, Xbox, every type. Freaking uh, PC, all that good shit. You know, th- it's your classic top-down arcade shooter. Freaking 8 million projectiles everywhere. You can't possibly fucking dodge them all. It's good times. Special edition, soundtrack. I just... These kind of games don't get special releases as much anymore, so it's kind of good to see. You know, reminds me of the old-school R-Type or Ikaruga or mm. any of those. This one looks like it's um, strictly top-down and not, you know... The mix between side scrolling and stop down, but regardless, it gives me a little nostalgia. Riding for X Mikado. Get it already on the Switch, but it's coming out for every other damn console in existence and the PC here in early 2023. So nice. Keep your eyes peeled for that. All right. So moving on to I don't know how to feel about this. Well, it's gonna be terrible. Um, so they're doing a live action Knights of the Zodiac. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Um, so why you would do such things beyond me? But... And it's not just Japan doing it. So it's, it's the West. So pucker your asshole. <laughs> this is going to be terrible because it's probably going to be woke, poorly written garbage. Um, it's Netflix, I believe who's funding it. So you know how that goes. Um, I'd like to believe they've learned their lesson, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, you know, I'm not going to completely write it off. It is the kind of thing you could do a live action of, yeah, you know, very easily. And it's one you could do a Western live action of pretty easily and maybe get a little more budget. It wouldn't be quite as hokey, but man, I don't know. I just don't trust them. I wonder why I don't trust them, but I don't trust them. <laughs> I won't trust them until they have like, I don't know, five awesome things in a row. Yeah, then maybe I'll think about it. But for now... <laughs> Speaking of which, I think Sandman's finally coming out soon. Yeah, no one cares. 
No. They made it complete garbage. Literally they no one cares. Literally ruined the best character. Like, okay, fine. You want to race swap someone? You shouldn't, but if you did it, you did it. But then to not even make her a goth? Like there aren't black goth chicks? Like what what reality am I living in? That's like Oh right, I'm living in the not racist reality. That's like literally the only thing people read Sandman for. It was like that. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I and then just, Neil Gaiman's like, no, man, it's cool. Like, shut Yeah, because Neil Gaiman's like going to lose a fortune on it, probably. Yes, of course and he is. He's, it's been in development hell forever. And when he signed the contract, he probably didn't have enough rights to tell them to, oh, God, no, don't do that. Yep. Oh, That's why you morons, never sell your shit, morons. man. These stupid, arrogant shitbags that just think they know better. I know better. I'm doing it my own way. Fuck you. I'm going to inject my politics. Like, How much money can they lose before they just give up? All of it, apparently. You're not converting anyone. All like, you're it. just making people hate you. This yeah. is just dumb. It's more people not to care. It's not like... This is what happens when It's not like Sandman was such a big property that people... No. It's not like Rings of Power where, like... You'll get a bunch of people watching it just because it's Lord of the Rings and people are paying attention. Now, when it's shit, they're not going to like it and it's not going to have any sustainability, but it will get good numbers to start. When the costumes it will. look like an anime convention. It just will because people will tune in because they just don't know no better. Because it's got big enough name recognition. People also hate watch the fuck out of it. Sandman does not have enough name recognition to pull that off. Sandman was like a cult classic at best. Yes, exactly. And it's a really good, and it's a shame. Plenty big it, enough but... audience to do a good adaptation of it that people would love and, and cherish. And it wouldn't cost. It's like you could do it good with not a lot of money, but just leave the fucking characters alone. Yeah, well, they can't help themselves. It's too late now. Idiots. You already fucked. So it. anyway, let's hope that Knights of the Zodiac doesn't get the same treatment, and uh, maybe it won't be a complete pile of shit. But don't hold your breath. Because you will die. <laughs> All right. Speaking of more adaptations, although this one I have more um, more faith in, although it's kind of interesting. So Berserker, Keanu Reeves, very predictable, kind of bland, but, you know, does what it says it does and is very popular uh, comic book. Yep, I remember. Um, I remember all the ringing because he dared to have money and do something yeah. else to make money. With Boom Studios, and you got ringing for both sides of the fence on that one, where people were just like, "Ooh, what the hell? It's just because he's rich. Why is he kickstarting? You know, it's just whatever." Because that's where people go to look for comics now. I got. I have the first issue. I got to read it. I, from everything I've read about it, and shame on me for not reading, not reading, not having read it yet, but. You know, it's it, it does what it's supposed to do. It's kind of just, you know, bland down the middle, which is kind of what I expected, especially early on. Like, it's not going to rock the boat too hard. I mean, it's not woke. It's just, you know, it's generic. It's, it does what it does, right? So anyway, Production IG is doing an anime series with at least two seasons planned. So Production IG working on it. Okay, so. It sounds I, like it'll probably be fun. I got a little bit of faith. Um, that it might be all right. I mean, you know, Netflix is funding it, but this feels like one of those ones where they'll Netflix get over, so hot and cold. They'll get like, overruled. Well, they're just, it's like Spriggan, right? They're just throwing money at a studio yeah. like Studio David. Yeah, because Spriggan was essentially perfect, you know, from the source material. Like, you can't yeah. argue with it at all. So, and I hope the fuck and, they do more. And they're actually going to have Keanu Reeves in the voice because, of course, they are because he's, because that's it's, the only, it's his baby. Because that's so. literally the only reason they're doing it is because they want, like, him attached to it, which makes sense, but, you know. Don't pretend that it's because it's so spectacular. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm in, man. I'm, I'll check it out. I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Like, you know, as much as people like to read, I'm sure it's, you know, perfectly fine. I don't care. I perfectly mean. Perfectly acceptable. People with money are always going to make more money. Like, I'd rather them give me something entertaining while they're doing Keanu it. Because Keanu is not a dick at all, so. No. 
It's good. So I don't know. There's no time frame on it yet. If they're just talking about it now, I'm going to guess. No, God, like 2024. Next year. Like, nah, I might guess next year. End of next year, maybe. Yeah, I guess animated stuff doesn't. Take I mean, if they haven't time. started it yet, yeah, it might be a little longer, but I'm going to guess. End Usually, of next if year. you're hearing about it, it's already been in production for a while. So yeah. We'll it's, see. Uh, and plus, who knows what Japan, because you know, Japan sometimes doesn't announce shit to like a month before it's out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't, that's not going to be this, but we shall see. We shall see. But uh, keep an eye out. You know, Netflix. Seems like Netflix is doing something at least a little bit smart and doubling down on animation. So. It's the only thing that's going to save their ass because it's like they don't have to throw a lot of money at it. Well, they, and they have like basically nothing to do with it. Plus, they can spend less money because they can co-produce it with Japanese studios that don't have the full money either. But they can play it on both sides of the the pond. Is the Pacific also the pond? Sure. Why not? Both sides of the pond. and Well, know. plus, if you're so fucking stupid and you don't know what's going to make money... Why not just throw money at stuff you already know is going to make money? Yeah. Like if I was in a company that was flailing and I clearly had my head like five feet up my fucking ass and had no idea what I was doing, I would just be like, hey, this company consistently makes stuff that makes money. Let Just here, take yeah. some money. It's not going to make like stop going for the long shot. Stop going for the thing that like this hidden property, man, it's going to blow up. It's going to be 10 times, 100 times. Like, no, go for the short thing. Like, yeah. It won't make a ton of money, but it'll make two to three the times budget. The thing is, that works, but it works one out of, like, fucking 500 things you try. And you just, you when you invest that kind of money, Which is you fine don't have, like... When it's cheap. That's what fucking comic books and manga are for. They don't understand, man. Japanese have that system down, but we've ranted about that Well, look before. at Squid Game. They're smart with that shit, too. Just, like, all those cheap Korean things. Yep. You know they don't pay a lot of money to license Same them, idea. I mean? Same idea. Well, they would have to now, but... Yeah, but, I mean, they didn't before. <laughs> Anyway, there's at least one person Netflix that knows how to like run a business. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, someone who may just save them from being completely sank. Although I doubt that's even possible at this point. Yeah, I think it might be too late. All right, so moving on. Um, a little bit of sad news. Wow. Um, poor uh, Ichiro Mizuki, classic super robot singer. Yep. You know, Mazinger Z theme. Hell yeah. Fucking. Uh, Mazin Kaiser, get a Robo G. Like, great Mazinger. Like, goddamn man is saying so much. Fucking a bunch legend. of Jam Project stuff. Absolute like, legend. Absolute fucking legend, right? But man's 74. Um, so he, uh, you know, he had some throat surgery, hit some vocal cord paralysis last year, and now, unfortunately, Ouch. he's got lung cancer. I didn't think Japanese people could get lung cancer, judging by the amount of smoking that's done in the. I thought they had magic Asian lungs. Yeah, right. They're not having a lot of lung cancer, but. Uh, Unfortunately, he's got that now, too. The man's 74. I doubt he's too long for this world, but you know what? I hope he is. I hope the man lives another 100 years singing his ass off. I know. So uh, get so better sad. soon there. It's your Mizuki. Uh, I'm pulling for you, whether I you know, have true faith or not. <laughs> All right, moving on. I've shed my tears. I poured one out. All right, you fucking degenerates out there. You better get ready. You better get ready. You better get your wallet ready. Strap in. Because your favorite waifu from Elden Ring is being made into a giant 12-inch statue. Oh, God, I'm a sucker for giant statues. Just just for you. So, Ronnie the Witch, the, uh, you know, if you don't know about Elden Ring, it's the blue chick um, that everybody's simping on. You know, never mind that she's a disembodied soul. She was a god or a demigod who killed herself so she could release her soul 
So she is, she's now inhabiting like a doll's body that's creepy as hell. It has four arms and cracks all over the place. And don't look too closely, man. Is all I'm saying. That's creepy. And you can see part of her f- ghost face next to her actual face, and she's creepy as hell. A lot of shit going on there. Statue looks freaking awesome though. Um, no money yet. It's going to be PVC and ABS. Uh, Twelve inch statue, PVC and ABS. My guess is two to three hundred bucks, but. You never know with these things. It could be $1,000. Um, there's pictures of it out there. Not colored yet, but uh, just like the gray prototype or whatever. Um, check it out. It's a really cool. You know, if it's not too expensive, I'd pick it up. Not for the Simpery, but just because uh, I like to support Elden Ring merchandise because that game is the fucking bomb. Fair enough. Um, Torch Torch is the company doing it. I've not heard of them, but... Uh, yeah, I don't think I've heard of them either. Really goddamn cool. So... Google it up, or search it up. Just stop seeing Google. Search it up, check it out. Some pictures out there. Don't speak of it. Pretty damn neat. And you can simp all day and uh, quote-unquote drool all over it. You know what I'm saying. I know what you degenerates do with statues. That's the correct response. All right, anyway. I couldn't pay that much for something and then like make a mess out of it. And the least shocking thing to have happened in a long time. The Call of Duty mobile game, Project Aurora, has uh, completely and utterly ripped off um, Amro's simple from Shark's Counterattack that's on the new Gundam. So, uh, yeah. How do you do that? It's like, a relatively simple symbol, but I yeah, mean. Yeah, but you know they know. This thing is identical. Clearly, the designer just ripped it off and was like, no, man, here it is. It's good. I, I did a quick search on the internet, and this is what I got. I mean, this is for a goddamn call of duty battle royal mobile game so you know no originality going on here at all it's just there to suck money out of the suckers fuck even plays mobile games is that even a thing anymore uh sir i gotta introduce you to a man called the canadian devil i know and like, he will explain to you exactly the kind of degenerates that play i just games. i don't see people playing them anymore it used to be like you'd see like fucking people on their phones like kicking diablo mortal made a fortune like annoying amounts of fucking noise made a fucking fortune Oh, I'm sure it did, but like it just feels like it kind of faded. That's all. It faded out of the public zeitgeist, maybe, but man, people are doing it. So. Yeah, I guess I don't pay attention. Unfortunately, first things first, don't play stupid mobile Call of Duty games that are just going to suck the money out of you. Don't you have a Switch, fucking poor people? Or just, if you're going to play a mobile game, like there's plenty of like board game adaptations, card game adaptations, regular game Those adaptations. Those are actually kind of fun, yeah, the board games. Don't play a free game. Play like a game you spend, you know, five, ten bucks on. It's always going to be less evil. <laughs> and so it's going to end up way cheaper, too. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I know. I know. Some people actually do play for free. Whatever. We'll move on. Anyway, total ripoff. If you're curious, check it out. It's kind of amusing how much they ripped it off and just don't care. All right. So <laughs> this isn't news so much as it is a bit of a rant. Uh Anime News Network is completely and utterly obsessed with the coof, with the beer bug. They report... That and rape. Like, they hate every show that even insinuates anyone getting raped. Hey, I'm about to rant here. I'm just saying. Don't be escalating it all the way to the freaking... No, but like, every show that even even talks about it. Like, even if it's like a perfectly cromulent part of the thing, it's like, oh my god, oh my god, they insinuated someone got raped. This is the worst show ever. Like, you... 
I guess you hate every show then. Anyway, I'm done. Carry on. Yeah. These all all these things tie together. Because they all come from the same kind of thought patterns and ideology. Uh so they just every single goddamn random Japanese voice actor or voice actress, all well under the age of fucking forty, they're just like, Oh my god, they got the coof, they got the coof, they got the coof, and then a week later, they don't have the coof. They don't have the coof. They don't have the coof. Like, <laughs> yeah, no one fucking cares anymore, man. It's like when you get a cold and you it's have it. It's not a problem. And then you don't have If somebody's it. like in the hospital about to die or dies, okay, that's news. This shit ain't news. It'd be like reporting everybody who has a fucking cold. It's not news. I guess if it's like a, like a super classic, you know, like fucking Amaro's voice actor or something. Uh, yeah, because he's 800. Toro Furuya is very old. Yeah, that's Furuya. Yeah, that's it. And like, but, yeah, that's what I mean. He's really old. I might old. worry about it. Like, you know, I worry about old guys. But, I, I might worry about it. I ain't worried about it. That's these. a thing. But like a guy in his like 20s or 30s, no, that's that's not a thing, man. I'm just not worried about Unless it. Unless he's like people. 400 pounds and has the diabetes. And it's Japan, so they aren't. God, good thing Wilford Brimley was already dead. He was just like comorbidity king. Listen, man, he lived a long ass time. I know. Saw that alien DNA. He's a fat fuck forever, too. Man, he warned you about the beatus. <laughs> you leave the man alone. Uh, anyway, Enemy News Network, could you stop being so obsessed? I mean, for the love of God, no one fucking cares. Just give it up already. Just give it the fuck up. I don't know, man. They have their weird obsessions. It's ridiculous. There's y- like you also can five or six stories a week. They've proved that you can't review anime for like 20 years because you just become so black-pilled and hate everything. Oh, yeah. Well, you saw that years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. This is was a bitch an anime I, on DVD. This is a ba- bitch I've had for like 50 years. You remember years. that website? Yeah. That dude, because it was like one guy. That dude watched so much goddamn anime that like he was just dead to it. it and all, I get it. I would be too. Well, it all gets wicked samey after a while. Absolutely. I mean, I've gotten there a lot of times. Absolutely. I get it. When you have to put like... Jesus Christ, that's, that's not why helpful. I, we don't do like every single anime a season. I pick out like three to five that I think are interesting, and that's like it. Because you can't just like hammer through like a million episodes a week. Because you just it, it becomes anime smooth, and you just don't care. I mean, when you first start out watching it, sure you can get away with that, but man, after a while, it just gets. Yeah, it's like blah. It's like my dad and his obsession with fucking cop shows, like all day, oh every my day, God. every cop it. show, like he. You walk in and it's like Jesus Christ, he's at it again. And it's like you don't even know what show it is because they're all exactly they're the all same. They're all the same. You can't tell. I mean like the same. Like Yep. They've written the same plot ten thousand times. It doesn't matter what show it is. You can only there are only so many crimes and like so many ways to solve them. <laughs> at any rate. So anyway, we're gonna end up with a little bit of news here. So a little bit of an inside scoop on uh what a shit show Anime Expo was. I People are butt mad, man. Which is unsurprising. And they're getting it from all sides. They're getting it from, like, the the Super Karens. They're getting it from the freaking... Oh, yeah, because it, like... The non-woke. It wasn't, it from everybody. It wasn't Karen enough, but it also wasn't actually fun, so... Oh, my God. So bad. You can't have conventions anymore. Like, you just can't. So, like... Well, you can... You just can't do it in places like California, and you can't do it with organizers. They're going to bend the knee to a bunch of woke idiots. Well, it's got to be all or nothing. Like, you can't just, like, half-ass. No, it needs to be nothing, because all it doesn't work anymore. All doesn't work, because people aren't going to comply. So it has to be nothing, unless you want a police state. You're right. It's going to be, like, you know, 
mask under the nose time. <laughs> well, because if you try to do all, people just won't comply, and then it's just going to create more butt mad on both sides. Like It has to just be nothing. You are and then you know the score, it. and that's it. Yeah, if you don't want to go, you don't go. Do whatever you want. Um, and by nothing, I mean no enforcement. Like, you know, you want to do whatever. You go do whatever. Yeah, like, like if you are if you enjoy masks, then rock on. But otherwise, you know, you can't, like, just force Maybe people. play one of those shit. disturbingly dirty nurses from, like, Silent Hill 2. It'll be fine. Exactly. Working in your costume, at least, for fuck's sake. I was sake. just going to say, there are so many cool cosplays that involve masks. Yeah. You're good to go. So, like, they're freaking, for the vendors and the people at Boost, like, they were forced them to throw out food and drink. They couldn't bring anything in for themselves. That's just mean. That's just awful. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. So Forcing you to buy their overpriced tendies in the convention center. So poorly run on that I, regard, I right? Like, days. you know, you got to let your vendors and those kind of people bring in drink. Now, if you're savvy, you're going to be able to do it anyway because you're bringing in boxes and boxes of shit. But yeah, I'm just going to bring in a box. I shouldn't like- be forced to be like box of tendies yeah i shouldn't be forced to be like covert about it right like it's ridiculous i get that you know maybe you want your people buying drinks but even then i've never been to a convention where they make you do that no also is there like a security guard with a gun there like point blank forcing you to throw it out they don't have a gun but there's security guards there because i would tell them to go fuck themselves yeah i bet they're pretty fucking ridiculous back in time into pretzels yeah, they just confiscate, throw away food, don't care. You'd be surprised how much no you reason. get away with. I mean, we proved it a hundred times at those anime conventions, and like they just won't stop you because they can't. Oh, and the and the the people guarding the gates were just you know, oh, we're on break now. Fuck you, we're not letting you in. <laughs> Jesus, a bunch of assholes. So that's pretty goddamn bad. I hope they all go out of business. Um, you, so you had all the. Mass police, not mass police stuff that went on. You heard whining and cringing from people like, oh, yeah. They weren't enforcing it enough. Oh, my God. Like, Jesus Christ. Now, nah, people are too crazy. Like, you can't make everyone happy. So you have to just, like, go back well, to leaving it up to them. And when you, as you said previously, when a lot of things are run by volunteers, you've seen, like, the power trips that oh, yeah. volunteers go on. Fucking absolute tyranny. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. And then they freaking. You know, they've been cooped up for two and a half years and haven't been able to rule over people. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine how awful it was. <laughs> Mini tyrants are the worst tyrants. Oh, the absolute worst. Petty tyrants. Tiny, tiny little men. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call them men, tell you the truth. <sighs> if we got that many genders, we'll come up with a new one for them. Are there even men anymore, like, under 40? I mean, I'm not knocking anybody out there. If you are, good for you. But it's, like, pretty rare. The soy is deep. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, yeah, so, you know, the usual line miscommunication and bullshit was everywhere. That's, like, always a thing, though. Like, you got to stand in line over here. Stop stop being in a blob. Yeah, so it, it looks like this is just a complete shit show of miscommunication, bad volunteers, like, you mismanagement, that, it, everything So it else. basically sounds like every convention I've ever been to. Pretty right? much. Just exacerbated. Exa- exacerbated by, like, Get your COVID-19 verification wristband. Oh, boy. <laughs> that looks great. Wait a minute. Why do they give you a wristband? Oh. Can't oh. you just not get in if you don't have a thing? You had to get a wristband to show that you were either uh, vaxxed and, or, well, I think you were boosted, and um, or, and or had a test I just to they, enter the convention hall. I I just don't get the wristband thing because I thought they just checked when you went in. You couldn't um, get in otherwise. Um, Can we follow the science, please? Uh, you know, I'm not going to say what the CDC has said. 
But even the CDC has said some things that don't align with your stupid policies. Yeah, at this point, it's just like, give it up. Like, you need to figure your shit out. Um, and then the I'm looking here at the same bitch that I talked about before, which was the Artist Alley stuff, where it was just like, oh, my God, the CO2 levels are so high. I could barely breathe. Like, yeah, it's because you have, like, three masks wrapped to your face. Knock it off. Take your head dumbass. diaper off. Anyway, Anime Expo, complete shit show. Don't go to these big conventions. Support, like, Anime Matsuri. It's support conventions that are at least willing to not deal with all this bullshit because it's just not worth it, people. It's all not. those big conventions are, like... They've always been mismanaged. No, but it's, it's always, worse. like, fucking normie festival anyway. Like, Sandy, like, all those big Comic-Cons. Yeah, man, I want Comic-Con the real degenerates. Just, Comic-Con just needs to die. It's just like stupid normie fest. That's Comic Con has nothing to do with comics anymore. I know. All those big conventions are what ruined your hobbies. Yep. Everyone out there, that's what ruined your hobbies. Hey, hey. That and fucking Critical Role. Cunts. Things that get, yeah, it's corporate. Everything that gets corporate and gets money in it gets ruined. So stop wishing for it. Like, I get it. We all want to see our favorite things, like, come to life, but... Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we've I'm, learned better. No, I'm 100% cured of ever wanting to see an adaptation of anything I, I like, ever. If it comes out and it's good, great, but I don't want it. I'm, like, I'm terrified. I want an NFL player to come to my house and beat me up for playing Dungeons & Dragons. That's what I want again. <laughs> I want to be shoved in a fucking locker. Like, I just... I'm done with it. I'm done with, like, pop culture nonsense. I just want to go and back. And the broad acceptance that makes it... Makes it suck. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it did make it suck. I don't care if everybody else in the world likes what I like. Just like what I like. Don't change it to what you fucking like. Yeah, but that's that's never how it works. They just like, they fucking One big corporate machine. And they fucking ruin it. No, man, we're going to be inclusive. It's got to be for everybody. Like, Like, no. Gatekeep the shit out of everything. Forever. Yeah, gatekeep the fuck out of everything. And do it before your hobbies get ruined. We've all seen it. It plays out day after day. Just, you got to do it. Sometimes you have to be an asshole. Sometimes it's fucking not just uh, necessary, but it's a duty. <laughs> it is your duty. Well, I mean, if you value your hobbies and I don't know anything else for that matter, yep. like you kind of have you better to. do it or else. Is that all it? right. Anyway, is that all done news? That's that's all I got. I've I've bitched enough. Yeah, it's a lot of ranty news. It's a shit news week. Anyway, on to things I watched this week. Uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. We'll start there. <coughs> oh, excuse me. That was a weird burp. It like got stuck in my nose. Anyway, <laughs> now that that's over. Uh, basically, they met another knight. Because, oh, I God. mean, there's a whole bunch of knights to fight the fucking mage. What the fuck's his name? Animus. That's the evil mage's name with the giant hammer. It's going to hammer the shit out of the earth. <laughs> Such a Gundam plot. Anyway... It's a bad Gundam plot. It's like uh, giant wheels smashing Mexico. Yeah, man. <laughs> Listen, don't you fucking complain about best plans. So anyway, they meet the new knight and his like animal is a dog and the dog's a smart ass. And it's kind of funny. All right. Um, is pissed off because she's like, he's kind of more powerful than her. Because like, she's just like overpowered, but has like no technical skill whatsoever just like pure brute force and he's like jumping all over the place you know like mad kung fu he's got skills man mad skills so he kind of trolls her and then disappears and then um amamiya 
they get into the, like the whole thing with his grandfather, why he's like traumatized because his grandfather wouldn't let him have friends and shit. Yep. And they get into like a lot of his backstory, like how his pa- dad died and blah 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 blah, or his parent. Both his parents are dead because it's an anime character. You can't have parents. No, not allowed. So anyway, you have amnesia and you're an orphan. Or good else. episode, but exactly what you'd expect. It's just you know he they have to get all the characters assembled, backstories, blah blah blah. Anyway, good though. Still good. Uh, the animation still doesn't bother me that much as much as everybody bitched about it. They've kind of laid off on the everything super reds or orange, so that was nice. Um, Call of the Night. They basically people are popping off about Call of the Night, man. It's really good. It's got that so monogatari. Like you can't well, even get away from it. So. Yeah, like it's so monogatari, and you're not going to get any more monogatari because they've adapted it all. So is it done now? I think it's done. Yeah, I might be wrong, but I think it's all done. At any rate, I didn't look it up, so I can't say for sure. But uh, basically, his um, uh, the vampire chick, Nanakusa, she's yep. always she kind of makes fun of him because he has no friends, and he's just like he doesn't go to school anymore. He just like hangs out with her at night. But anyway, it turns out he did have a friend that he just like forgot about. There's this whole like story where he like he bought these like they have these two way like wrist transceivers. Like it's Dick Tracy and shit. Like it's fucking Dick Tracy and shit. I was just gonna say that. So like he like had no friends, so he took the other one, just left it somewhere. He's like, whoever picks this up, we're gonna be best friends. <laughs> but he was like worried that nobody picked it. Like he just like you know pussed out. He never like called it. Yep. And it turns out like this girl that he knew from next door like thought that he left it for her, so she grabbed it. Well, I mean, technically he did, right? <laughs> yeah. He left it for whoever. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So then, like, she thinks that they've been best friends forever. He just, like, never called her for some reason. It's a classic plot. Not so much the radio thing, but just the... Yeah, like, it's very We're basic. best friends now. Exactly. Yep. So then she rolls up, and there's, like, hilarious, like, you know, like, there's, um, I don't know, mini harem, I guess. You know, there's some, yeah, there's some, the like, usual. there's some, like, conflict between her... D. Rigor back in the day. Yeah, and, like... I don't know. She finds out that Nanakusa is a vampire, like, basically immediately because <laughs> she's a bitch and she just goes and, like, sucks his blood immediately <laughs> to, like, I don't know, show her dominance, I guess. Anyway, funny episode. Like I said, got super Monogatari vibes. It, like, pushes all the same buttons. It's got that, like, weird... Except the sister fetish. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have any siblings, so I don't know where they're going to fit that one in, but... If they can make toothbrushing dirty, then... <laughs> well, maybe they're not as degenerate as Nisio Eason. Nah, he's a dirty boy. The whole the, uh, the brushing your sister's teeth thing. I still think about that sometimes. So it's disturbing. Like the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Uh, so perfect, though. Anyway, so yeah, a thumbs up to that. Because um, the call of the night still good. Still worth the hype. Fuck else did I watch? That's all I had. That was the old series you were watching. Um, we're going to wait for i think i just want to do because all of bastards out yeah no so we're I, definitely gonna watch that. i think we'll just hammer through that and do the whole thing no, what, what were you just watching that was like oh so anyway 2014 the one of shit. our homies said that the manga for black summoner was good so i watched the first three episodes of black that. summoner yeah the first episode was one of the worst most shitty generic izakai like piles of crap i've ever fucking sat through and i was really close to not watching anymore but I'm like, eh, fuck it. Like, I'll watch the rest. And then the next two episodes got, like, better each episode. Yep. But my main bitch is, I don't understand 
why every Isekai fantasy world has to have weird video game shit in it. Like, why the window dressing? Like... Why can't it just be magic? Why can't it be, like, Scrap Princess or something? Exactly. Another show we should talk about at some point. No, like, um... What was that show, the original? The first uh, thing that did that. SAO. Sword Art Yeah, Sword Art. I can never remember the I mean, not the original Isekai by no, far. No, but the one that popped the off one that all really that popped video off game shit. It yeah. caused this current But anyway, bad. it made sense in Sword Art because they were literally in a fucking game. You yes. know what I mean? Like, your meat yes, back... they were Like, your meat suit the game. was yes. in a fucking, like, chair and you were shitting yourself for, like, 20 hours yep. because you were in this VR game. So it made perfect sense. I get it. You have stats, all this shit. But then it started creeping into, like... Just regular Isekai, where it's like it's a fantasy world, but you have stats and all these like stupid, you know, it's like Shield Hero, how he's got his like all his fucking stats. Yeah, on he's got his pause menu. It's like everybody's a Dragon Ball Z character with their fucking like power meter. All the scanners. <laughs> God, <laughs> that was like for five minutes in Dragon Ball Z, but it's become legendary. So uh, it's so fucking funny. Power level 9,000. It's over 9,000. That's so good. Love it. Still but mean. anyway, it just now it makes no sense. And like, Black Summer did it the fucking worst I've ever seen. It was like the most shitty generic setup. It's like, I died for reasons. And I wasn't supposed to die for reasons. So I got like reincarnated. So I went to Bison Well. <laughs> Basically. So I got reincarnated. And because like, I don't know, some God fucked up. or Like they're so vague. And like I got killed by accident. When I got reincarnated, they let me, like, pick out all my stats and my skills. And I'm like, why the... F- <sighs> like, like, is this some kind of weird atheist heaven where you just die and go to a fucking video game because you're stupid neckbeard? Like, it's the dumbest... It, like, it takes me out of the whole series. Because it's just like, I just want... Yay, I'm in a magical land. Now I'm going to do stuff. I don't want, like, oh, I got to pop up my fucking stat sheet. and I Like, they're literally, like... One of the tropes is, like, he lost his memories because if he didn't take his memories over to the new world, he got more stat points to put into skills. Like, that's fucking retarded. Now look for him, man. Me and my special lady, Marvel Frozen, are going to go find Shot Weapon. (laughs) Right? Shot Weapon. And go take down the Black Knight. Because that's how I do these things. Anyway, that was the first episode. It was so fucking amazingly dumb. Like, I really just wanted to hate it so bad. Character was not terribly likable. Oh, and, like... The goddess of reincarnation was bored with her job, so now like she's one of the things he can summon. Except he has to get way more powerful because she's a fucking god. So he's basically she's basically just in his head talking all the time. Can I just watch? Is it wrong to try to pick girls in a dungeon? Yeah, would that be smarter? Well, that's where I was going with this. Like that's way better because he's just like I still hate the stupid like I got to read his stat tattoo crap, but. Like, why can't he just learn new spells like a normal human? Yeah. yeah I mean, I like, know. I let it go because the rest of the show is really good, but it's just, what is the fetish with that? You're not wrong. So anyway. But, so- that's, but that's from a god. But yeah, I get the point. Yeah. Why does it have to be an RPG? Yeah, like, exactly. why, why the fuck does everything have to be Why can't it be Lotus be an RPG? War? It's yeah, an exactly. RPG, but it it's not meta. It, it doesn't know that that's it's That's my RPG. bitch. Everything's fucking, like, so deep in the meta now. It's just yeah. like, I can't. Like that's not escapism. It's just retarded. Like I can't, I can't lose myself in that world because it's just, it's a fucking game. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. Anyway, so the second episode of that got a little better because basically his whole plan was to make himself so overpowered he could just like enjoy it like a vacation, which is kind of what you would do, right? Yeah. I mean, like why not? in that. But then he like chooses to be a summoner, but he doesn't know that like in that world summoners are hyper fucking rare. 
and like wicked overpowered. So like if anybody finds out he's a summoner, like every country is going to be fighting for over you. him because he's basically a nuke. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. So like, and like the the uh, the god reincarnation in his head is always giving him like in, like useful information along the way, which is kind of like a really lazy writing thing, <laughs> whatever. But um, so anyway. Like, he basically has to pretend, like, when he signs up for the fucking Adventurer's Guild or whatever shit, he has to basically pretend he's something else. But then he's just way too powerful, and he's, like, completing all these, like, shitty, like, F-class adventures, like, in two seconds. I mean, so this like, is older than this, but it's like One Punch Man. <laughs> basically, right? It's the same basic trope, right? Yeah. So anyway. But One Punch Man is newer. But he gets found out immediately because the head of the guild is just like, I know what you're fucking up to. You're clearly from another world. Like, you're clearly a summoner. And either I'm going to dime you out to everyone or you're going to fucking work for me. Are they going to call the executioner? Like, isn't this her job? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. so much overlap. Yeah, I know. That's my, that's my bitch, main bitch. It's just so much fucking overlap. Anyway. So that was like basically, and he like I don't know. He fights this cool knight guy, not by fighting him, but he's just like, "You gotta fucking join my team." And he's just like, "Wow, nobody's ever stopped to talk to me anymore." <laughs> like, let's hang out. <laughs> anyway, it has its merits, and I- I'm up to the third episode. I'll probably watch the fourth because it like the character is getting more likable, and like there's side characters sure. that are likable. Know the importance of side characters. So I mean, it's 20 minutes of my time. It's not that big a deal. But like, oh god, that fucking just like. I just hate that fucking video game shit. Like, it's so annoying. Anyway, that brings me to my next point, which is I was like, finally had a little break from work. So I've been going over some old shit. And there was a show I watched, like, I think, what do you say? It was 2014. Yeah, it's 2014. And it was called, this is when. Oh, so um, Black Summoner is new. Yeah, brand new. Oh, so I misunderstood. All right. So Black Summoner is just ripping off uh, One Punch Man at that point. Yeah, that trope, no, at least. that's brand new. Like, Although um, Dragon Ball Z did that years ago, so that's just an old trope. It's true. But anyway, there's a show I watched back in the day. This is when, like, Arslan was on and that style of show. Oh, my God, just give me more Arslan. I know. It's sake. called Lord Marksman and Vanadis. And okay. it's basically, it has all the things you like about, like, fantasy-style anime, but without all the stupid, like, fucking Isekai tropes. Okay, fair enough. And it's like, like it's like a nice, tight 13-episode series. Really fucking good. So basically, there's these two countries, Brune and... Oh, well, the, the other country makes no... It's it's spelled Z-H-C-T-E-D, Zected. We'll call it Zected just because I have to say it a bunch of times. Yep. Anyway, so Brune and Zected. So there's this little fiefdom on the outside of Brune. Uh-huh. Like, it's so remote that, like, they don't even get news from what's happening, like, in the capital or, like, the center uh-huh. of the thing. And there's this kid named, uh, uh, we'll call him Tigre because he has a like ridiculously long name. It's like Tigra Vermund or some shit. Anyway, yeah, sure. They make fun of it all the time because it's like on, it's impossible. To that say. is a classic anime joke. Exactly, classic anime joke. So anyway, Tigre like inherited it from his father basically. So he's like the duke or whatever. But um, so duke. the prince of the prince of Brood is like we're gonna invade Zected, and. Zected has basically their structure is they have a king and they have like, I think it's seven. Um, what the fuck are they called? Dukes. <laughs> nah, they're like, they're like, wow, war maidens. I think okay. it's war maiden. Sure. Yeah, I think it's called war maiden. 
Anyway, these chicks would like magical weapons, and they're basically, they take the place of dukes. It's like the king, and then the seven of these, that they have like seven different states. Sure, sure. You know, like fiefdoms, whatever. Typical medieval are. bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, so, needless to say, Brune gets their fucking ass handed to them. But, like, Tigre had, like, he, he got, like, a hundred guys, you know? I mean, there's these, like, parts of the country that bring in, like, tens of thousands of soldiers. He gets, like... Because, I mean, it's basically a village. He doesn't even live in a castle. It's just, like, yep. a nice house. You know what I mean? So him and his, like, hundred guys, like, go. And they get their asses destroyed because it's, like, these war maidens are fucking ridiculous. You know, magic weapons, the whole, like, fucking shebango. But anyway, like, the, the first scene in it is, like, him... Like all, everybody's dead, and he's like he's like an, an epic archer. For some reason, Brune hates archers. That's like a pussy weapon. But he's like the only good archer in Brune because like that's what his dad was. So it's okay. like a you know I, I mean he's like epic. So he like as the war maidens are like leaving, he takes like his final arrow and just like shoots at her. Oh no, he shoots the two horses from her escorts first, and then shoots at her. And she's like, man, you got balls. Like, I own you now. <laughs> and then, like, as the story progresses, like, basically, he's, like, captured by her. And he's in Zekted, like, in her kingdom. Eleonora, I believe her name is. Sure. But, um, and he finds out, like, his, he's got, like, a, what are those called? Like, your house guy. A house Carl. Yeah, yeah, basically. Who's Carl? Just as like his man, you know, a his butler. Like, number one man. Yeah, he does a lot of shit. He's not really a butler. He's got a Jacopo, whatever. Yeah, he's got a Jacopo, basically. But it was like the guy who served under his dad. Like, you know, he's got yep. all those old timey bros still hanging around. But he comes and finds him. He's like, oh, this asshole. Like, now that the prince is dead, because they kill the prince, you know. The prince and, of Zek did? No, like the war mains kill the prince that of Brune. Of Brune, yeah. was yep. like, you know, trying to attack. So anyway, the king of Brune just like goes crazy because his son is dead, blah, blah, blah. And he's just not doing anything anymore. So like there's all these evil like earls and dukes and shit. They're like trying to like. So they want to take over his little fiefdom, you know, because they know he's not there. Yep. Because it's like it doesn't really have any strategic importance, but like each one thinks the other one's going to take it. And they're just like trying to scoop up territory so they can try, you know, the obvious power play to take yep. over the country because the king is a child. Very warring states. Exactly. So anyway, like his man, like, gets Jacopo. It, yeah, his Jacopo gets his way to Zekted and like he gets captured. But then, you know, Tigre's like, oh, that's my boy. And but he tells him that they're going to invade. So he like strikes a deal with the war maiden to like bring her army to help him. And as long as she promises not to be a cunt, like she, he, you know, he'll serve her and she can basically have his kingdom. Because you know he's got so few people, it's just like I want to keep okay. my, I want to keep my like. Sounds like he's got a shitty time. Yeah, like his only priority is like keeping his little fiefdom safe and the people in it. So he'll do whatever. But anyway, the story goes from there, and like, of course, he gets a harem of war maidens eventually, and this like army of like tens of thousands of assholes from everywhere, and all his bros that like were. Uh, you know, like his dad's bros, like come to help him out. It's just one of those stories. It's really great. But anyway, it's got that's, every- all, that, that's very Grand Crest War. Yeah, I like it better than Grand Crest. Grand Crest War, like, Grand Crest War was kind was of mediocre. I never even finished cheap, it. Like not cheesy, but they were like everyone was too much of a Mary Sue. There was no like, yeah, there was no threat of them ever losing. It's real Mizuno who I like, like but you aren't wrong. Like this, yeah, no, I liked it. It's just I like um, 
this one better because like it's savage. People get killed. The stakes are super high. You know, like they don't sugarcoat stuff. Like you actually, you know, there's parts where it's like, you know, he's fucked. Like there's, you know, there's no way he's getting out of this. And then, you know, something spectacular happens to you like, woo. Yeah, Conan, got it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or there'll be some asshole with a giant sword that pops out of nowhere. Like I'm such and such from blah, blah, blah. You know, it's awesome. I don't know. I would watch the shit out of it. In fact, I liked it. Like, I liked it so much, I watched it again before I did this, just to, like, as a refresher. The whole thing? Yeah, it's like, um, I'm not quite done. I mean, I know how it ends, but, like, so I, Lord, there's 13 episodes, I'm, like, 12 now. Lord Marksman and Vanadis. Yes, Lord Marksman and Vanadis. Yep. All right. But, yeah, it's, like, super good. But it's got, like, there's a ton of shows like that from that era. They were, like, pre-Izakai Invasion. They didn't have any of those stupid Izakai window dressing. It was just, like, a good, solid... Like fantasy, fucking armies of ten thousand people versus armies of like forty thousand people, trickery. Just a just a hard war battle tactics. Just fantasy. Yeah, it's like about fantasy. Like good characters, perfect amount of etchy too. I didn't realize how much they dialed back the etchy in recent stuff. Oh, they've made it so much more bland. But this was like standard. Like all war maidens have huge titties, except for the one that's a lolly, of course. They bounce everywhere. Of course. of course, there's one chick that has bigger titties than the rest of them that they all have to make fun of. Of course. Like, it's just classic. It's classic classic stuff. There's the classic scene where he like he's like kind of groggy and not completely awake, and he grabs one of their titties. I- I'm pretty sure it's in everybody's contract that they have to do one of those scenes. Exactly. Exactly. At any rate, it's got everything you need, son. So that's my like... All right. I'm going to try to start one. Doing, well, I don't know if I can watch a whole series there's every a, week. but There's a blast from the past. Check yeah, it out. Yeah, it's a good one. It, um, I only mentioned it because it's on Crunchy right now. So fucking watch it. Yeah. Or, you know, what other other ways? Yark to Tartar, you have to go find things. Uh, yeah. But for once, it's not necessary. I'm All talking right. about something that exists. So uh, let's, uh, let's talk about the terminal list. Oh, yeah. We finally finished it. It was hot, hot, hot. So it was very hot. Talk it about was, a show that does everything you want it to do. It was, I'm not going to say it's better than Reacher. It's different because Reacher was very good. Reacher is more pulp. It's more just. It's more Conan plus Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, it's murder. just Conan plus Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Whereas this is more serious business, like conspiracy. Yeah, it's more like um, evil co- corporations. Like, it's more Tom Clancy shit kind of. Yes, it's. It is basically Tom Clancy, except with far more murder. More savagery. Jesus Christ. So Chris Pratt, as we said last time, does an excellent job um, being a Navy SEAL with a you know, dead family and a tumor in his head uh, that's that, slowly ru- driving him crazy. <laughs> that'll ruin your fucking day. That was the rub I did not expect. Like I remember like my dad read all the books and he was telling me about them, but he never mentioned that shit. Cause that like elevates it to a whole. Cause yeah. it was just like, oh but, yeah, they, they kill his family and he needs revenge uh, and like, but ha- but like not knowing if you're crazy or not is like that like is a whole new story. But dynamic, I can right? see why because they really dialed it back after the first three or four episodes. Yes, like there's a lot less of that like, uh, you know, poor memory, overlapping memory stuff going on after that. Like. It was a break point, either episode four or episode five. They really kind of forgot about that and didn't talk about it again. Like, he still had the headaches. He would still have the visions and stuff. Well, I think it's because he, like, once he knew he had the tumor, it was like, oh, okay. Like, Oh, I'm not even shitting on it. I'm just saying that it, like, it receded into the background. 
And I didn't when I was watching, I didn't even notice that. I was just thinking about it now. Like they really kind of moved away from that at the end, which you kind of had to. It would have been too much about it. Yeah, it would have been like so. It would have made the story like really cluttered. Yeah, it would have been a different kind of story. So very straightforward. Um, there's somebody you will suspect of being the ultimate betrayer, and I'm not going to tell you whether you're right or not, but it's very straightforward. Yeah. Um, great character actors, like you know, besides Chris Pratt, you just a great series of character actors besides him like not people that not people that you're gonna be like oh you know a list but people that have been in like a ton of different shows and movies side characters whatever like all do an excellent job um fbi guy was really good i was always that was a good arc i was always mad that constance Wu was in stuff that i would never watch yes yes she is extremely cute but now she solved that problem and she's like 40 40, 41, 42, and she's still pretty damn cute. Black don't crack, and uh, neither do Asians, apparently. <laughs> they go from super pretty to old lady. It just kind of happens. I don't know when it happens. Sometime around age 60, it just, bam, it flips over. Done. Anyway, uh, stereotypes aside, great. Just a great show. I don't know what to say about it. Like, it's a thriller. It's got action. It's got, it's got a purpose. You know, it's got a good plot. It's not, the plot's not too complicated it's just complicated just enough, enough so it's fun yeah and they walk you through it and having the reporter there is kind of the framing device is good i mean where the fuck you would ever find a reporter that's actually doing their job nowadays i mean there's a few but very difficult um yeah the, you know you get the plot goes all the way up to the secretary of defense so it's got a nice little bit of craziness going on yeah whether she's involved or not i won't spoil but you know, that she's involved, so, like, that whole aspect yeah, is Yeah, on some level, it's just whether it's nefarious or not. Uh, you got the mysterious Rafe Hastings, who never shows up, but is a... You know, gets in the boat at the end, so... Oh, yeah. That guy's in later books. I know they're doing... Um, and, actually, and, I just saw an interview with Jack Carr. I think it was, yeah. like, Mike Rowe was interviewing him. Which oh, probably. Funny. But um, he was, like... He's actually doing the screenplays. Oh, that's good. That's probably so, like, why it's so good. Because he's, like... He wouldn't say whether it was greenlit or not, but he's like, yeah, I'm laying out the screenplay for season two already. So. Yeah, I mean, it's done so well, it's going to get a season two. They probably just have to negotiate how much money Chris Pratt wants. But they made him an executive producer, so they're probably giving him a percentage. He, From what he said, like he didn't play it up too much, but he's like, Amazon is literally coming in their pants. Like, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, Reacher was like one of their most watched shows ever, and then this even outdid that. So Yeah. Um, people are hungry for this kind of stuff, man. Just... No narrative, no bullshit. Because like, manly as the fuck. The narrative. Just, you know, normal action thriller stuff. Yep. You know, that Jack Clancy series did awesome, and this was a lot better than that. And not that that was bad, but this was a lot better than that. Um, oh, the, so, the fuck were those? The Jack Ryan one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the Jack Ryan series, which was, it was fine. Don't get me wrong. I watched season one. I haven't watched season two. Season one was really good. Uh, but this is better. This it's just is just stock shit, man. Phenomenal. Like, stock shit done well is always the And best. it's got the whole revenge angle, too. She got a little bit of the John Wick stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Savage. Um, although he's a much more believable, like, man, he gets oh, he gets his ass kicked. He gets beat up. He oh, gets yeah. fucked up. His healing ability is a little unbelievable. Yeah, he's a little Wolverine at times. He's like, a little back in like, action how'd a little you too get quickly. shot and then, like, keep going? And then, like, two days later, you're, like, back Two days it. later. Two weeks later, like, not even a limp, like. Didn't you just take a bullet to the hip? Like, I don't um, know. My only real bitch 
was when he fell like 30 feet onto his side onto that rock. I'm like, that would have crushed all your fucking ribs. Like, he should have hit a couple more rocks on the way down. He'll break the floor. Like, a I bit. slipped. I was leaning over the side of a dump truck and I was standing on the tire and my it, it was wet and my foot slipped out and I came down right in the side of it, like right there. And I mean, I fell six inches, you know what I mean? No. And it just, like, I broke, like, three ribs. Ribs, ribs crack pretty easily, so that was a bit unbelievable, but... But it's supposed to be. It's whatever. I mean, it's it's that 80s action movie. It's that diehard logic, right? <laughs> like, right. you can get beat up, and, and you are human, but you are still kind of superhuman. Like, it's it's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. But it's great. Like, that. These that's a minor nitpick, right, in the grand scheme of things. Oh, it's, no. It's so good. Good characters, good side characters, as we've said, always important. Excellent plot, good pacing. Like I, I don't have anything really bad to say about it. Like eight episodes, it doesn't overstay its welcome. They're an hour apiece. Uh, the ending was so awesomely savage too. No real unnecessary side plots either. No, I hate when they do that. Like <sighs> so many shit writers nowadays will just like, oh, I'm gonna just start a million threads and then well, just never address them. I don't again. even know if it's, you know. I'm not even gonna shit on writers for this sometimes because usually it's like the studio, like, hey, we got you know, this is the story we want to tell. This is the time it takes, like. Oh, no. No, no, no. That's not enough. We need more episodes. We need 13 episodes. So, you know, you get all these horrible side plots that are just a waste of time. And, you know, it's like anime filler where if you you excised it entirely, if you edited it out, you wouldn't even notice. Yeah. Because everything's got to go back to square one because the original story that needs to hold together never accounted for the fluff that's there. So, it's just ridiculous. It is what it is. But Terminalist doesn't have any of that. Excellent show. I know, you know, I know how some of you may feel about Jeff Bezos, but go watch it. It's worth the watch on Amazon. I hate that motherfucker. That's the only money I've ever... Actually, I don't know. I didn't even pay to see that. So (laughs) I haven't given him any money since 2013. Yeah, he got my money instead. I suppose that's just as bad. Anyway, excellent, excellent, excellent. Watch it. It's, you know... If you like things like Ghost in the Shell, like, yeah, this doesn't have the sci-fi element as much, but... It's the same kind of story, right? Basically, like, a good style. It's got the intrigue. Story. It's got the the tension. It's just good. It's very, very, very good. Fantastico. So go check it out. Speaking of things that are very, very good, and that we just watched and uh, need to review here, uh, Re Cutie Honey. It's definitely Anno's like love letter to going to guy. <laughs> so for some reason, so Cutie Honey has had many adaptations, right? There was a live action that. It was somewhat big, and it came out over here in the West. And then there was there was a 90s adaptation in OVA with Don Bay. That one was good, yeah. So that was extra characters from other going to guy stuff. Yeah, that was like... Um, uh, that was like Giant Robo. Yeah, I was of. just going to say, Giant Robo style. It's That one's okay. Don Bay's awesome, but that one's okay. Um, it, it's kind of a forgotten, but it did come out over here. That one's like 13 episodes, I think. Yeah, so it's a full OVA. It's, it's kind of like too much. 12 or 13 episodes. It's okay. They did Cutie Honey Universe more recently. That's more close to the source material, but I think that might be 20-something episodes. Yeah. Like 24. That's that's also pretty good, but it's longer. So to me, and then there's the old, old-timey old series, and then there was the, oh, I can't remember what it was. There was the very- It was a movie, wasn't there? I said the movie, live action movie. There was the. Uh, oh, I thought that was like an anime. Uh, no, nah, I don't think so. Never mind then. There was a. This was the companion piece to the live action movie, and there was a um, like not a kids show, but like a. 
it wasn't this was like rated R, right? Like there was a rated PG PG thirteen show aimed at younger yeah, yeah, younger yeah. girls that was in the late nineties. I can't I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I can I can see that happen. I can't remember what the heck it was called, but uh if I remember correctly, there was that one too. So a lot of ad- adaptations of Cutie Honey over the years. If you want to know what it's about and, you know, get that get that injection of Uncle Go goodness up inside you. Yeah, you heard me right. Up inside Jacked you. Jacked you with some stuff. Uh, this is what you want to watch. It's three episodes. They're 40 to 45 minutes apiece. And it's just the distilled essence of going to guy Cutie Honey. It just is. Well, that's perfect. And it's got a bunch of Ano going on, too. Because, you know, Hideaki Ano, you know, the guy who did Evangelion, Shin Godzilla, um, it's Pete. Ano, it's Pete Gynax. It's Pete Gynax before Trigger broke off. Yep. It's got a lot of fooly cooly DNA going on in there. Yeah, like the designs wise. It's got some Kill the Kill going on in there because Kill the Kill later definitely rips off a lot from Cutie Honey. Oh yeah, definitely. Like a lot from Cutie Honey. Um, and that's another show that would have been a lot better if it was shorter. Uh, yeah, they could have stopped at like yeah. that twelve episode mark and it but this, been a lot better. This is three forty five minutes episodes. It's kind of perfect. You got so what the hell's Cutie Honey about? So Cutie Honey is an android because um, of course she is. Yeah, of course she is. Uh, what the hell is her name, Honey? Uh, ah, whatever the scientist's name was, Kitsuragi. I think. I think it's Kitsuragi. Yeah. Yeah. So you have um, Kitsuragi. Yeah, Honey Kitsuragi. Who's cutie, honey, right? So it's an android made by Dr. Kisaragi. So he made two androids. One is the antagonist, Sister Jill, who is very evil, but eh, the motivations are interesting there. Definitely evil, but Sister Jill is basically making... There's a lot of nanomachines going on with these androids. And they don't look like androids. They just look like, you know, people or Because they're basically made out of clouds of nanomachines. Yeah. So Sister Jill's been making all these other panther claws. So that's the evil organization. All these... Panther Claw, there's goons, and then there's, like, they're all women. It's all these, like, robot women and, like, gold-armored women and, like... Crazy monster women. Monsters. Like, it's, yeah, it's just crazy, right? Um, so... Everything has titties. Everything has Gold Claw, Cobalt nipples. Claw, Black Claw, Scarlet Claw. Like, the little, yeah, there was a the little girl one, right, that was super hateful. Not really a little girl, but... What a bitch. Um, so they're just, you know, they're destroying Tokyo up to shenanigans and heists and just mainly chaos and mayhem. They're just chaos. Yeah. Um, like the whole first episode. whole first episode is wacky. It's just super wacky. And the animation style reflects it. Like throughout the series, the animation definitely gets more serious as it goes on. Yeah, it does. Like the, it's kind of interesting because the animating matches the tone. Yeah. Like the first episode is very trippy and very 70s. And almost experimental, almost like the French stuff they used to do. Yeah. Uh, but then it gets very it's got normal. Early tr- it's got early trigger vibes, definitely. Oh, for sure. Um, and then you had uh, uh, the, the chibi cops. Yeah. But they stay throughout. So, like, the regular plainclothes cops, like, not the detectives. All the detectives, you know, are their own characters. They look like characters. All the other cops are chibi. And they're just always chibi. They're like... Three feet tall, and they're always smiling, and they're flying all over the place. And, and they're, like, humping random detectives. And they're completely <laughs> useless. Yeah, so other main characters. You have Honey Kisaragi again. Android wants to get revenge for her father being killed. Thinks Sister Jill killed her father. It's not Sister Jill directly, but, you know, you find that out later. Uh, you have Natsuki Aki, who's the, the cop, uh, the detective lady who's just 
super intense, super severe, super severe. Um, but is the straight the straight man for the series, right? For lack of a better word, he's the straight man for the series. Uh, you have Seiji, the uh, oh Seiji's awesome. The reporter who's obviously more than just a reporter. Yeah, he's got he's got some spy you know vibes going on. Such a sneaky fucker. Uh, then you have uh, Kyoko, which is the uh, the old lady. Yes, who's who's awesome, and she's like a super side character, and she's then she becomes important. She's basically the cleaning lady at the office. The cutie honey pretends to work yeah, at, but she becomes very important later. Yeah, well, I mean, she works there sometimes, but uh, yeah. so this was a co-production between Gainax and, and Toei Animation. So the animation is great. Like, yeah, like I said it's very stylized it. early on, but it's great animation. It, super bright colors, like goddamn, super bright colors. Cutie Honey's outfit is so dirty. Uncle Grow must be super proud. Like Fucking nipples everywhere. Extra cutoffs. Yeah, you can see the nipples through like everything, right? Like it's every it's character very form fitting. Has ridiculous. Nipples. You know, heart shaped cutout to show off the top of the ass. You got like the the garter looking cutout on the one leg. The weird cod piece. Yeah, the like, heart cod piece. They really went to town. They went to town. When she only eyes. wears it like for five seconds because she's like naked the rest of the yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> either her clothes melt off because she's losing energy, or she transforms into other things, or she's naked, or whatever. Like, yeah, like they, I said, worn out on anime. Titties. You get a little worn out. Uh, they love the titty bounce. Oh my god, they oh, yeah, love god. it. Everybody, 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 some titty all bounce. the time. Um, almost all the characters are women. Like, there's very few men that are characters in it. Like the Seiji, the background couple, detectives, the background cops, um, uh, and not the chibi ones. The two, the two background detectives. That's basically it. And Kisaragi's, you know, professor who's there, and then yeah. the butler, um, who isn't even really a real character, but you find that out later. That's about it. There's not yeah. a lot. Oh, and then the 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 U.S. Uh, the the U.S. Navy guys that are on the the carrier later in the in the setup that looks very Evangelion Command Center. Oh yeah, it really does. It's got the same kind of setup. It's got the same kind of like the well, not setup, but the just same a, like the, the same look with the screens, the, yeah, yeah, screens and, and the alert everywhere, and, like <laughs> yep. repeating and yeah, you could see the Ava DNA in here for sure. Um, you say bright, it's got that like uh, die buster kind of brightness going on. Yeah, wicked bad. Definitely like, some of the same people must have worked on it. Super crazy bright color palette. And this is 2004, so you know it's it's about it's that time. It really looks good for 2004. Honestly, no CG really. Thank God, because this was the, an era where they used a lot of CG and it didn't look so hot. Yeah, it was trash. I didn't see any, <laughs> not even a little bit. Fan dread, I'm looking at you. And you could have used it for a lot of things, but I didn't really see. I mean, maybe the dissolves of like the the towers when they were going in and out. Yeah, maybe. You know, there, it wasn't noticeable. There's a little bit, but yeah, but stuff you would have done with animation tricks anyway, so it didn't really. There's no like CG characters or bikes or anything. No, no, which no, is, no. So no. it's it's good. Um, the way they animated it, you don't really need it. So, but it's it's just the pure essence of Cutie Honey. Like she's the warrior of justice. She's trying to take down Panther Claw, but you know they mix in some stuff where, you know, the general public and the cops aren't so happy with her because. You know, chaos and mayhem and explosions happen like wherever she's Batman at. It's like the Batman problem. It's like, well, yeah. if Batman didn't exist, then these people wouldn't be doing this. You exactly. Know? Plus, like, wherever she's at, everything's, like, exploding. Like, could you just go away and then they'd go chase you somewhere else? Like, yeah. But yeah. it's, you know, it's a chicken and egg thing. People don't realize that that's not really. They're in It's the opposite. Yeah. So, excellent, excellent show. Um, What else do you have to say about Cutie Honey? What would you like? What you didn't like? What you didn't like? What you not like? What you don't like? Um, There's nothing I didn't like. I mean, it's like, like you said, it's like the perfect amount of episodes. Uh, I don't know. They spent a ton of money on it and they like, I don't know. Everybody that worked on it was super competent. 
I mean, they knew what they were doing. They did not dial back any of the like creepy Uncle Go stuff, which made me super happy. Just titties everywhere, like hot lesbian action twenty four seven. Oh yeah. Like that one scene. There's one scene where Cutie Honey's all fucked up and like her clothes have dissolved because she's like out of power and she's like in a coma. And for some reason, the way that the like, what the fuck's her name? The female cop. Yep. Uh, uh, Not. Not. Not? Uh, It was, or or what the hell was her name? Yeah. uh, Nat. 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 Whatever. Natsko. Natsko. That's what it was. Anyway, Natsko's like plan to like revive her is to take off all her clothes and then lay on top of her and cry yes pretty much (laughs) and somehow it works it works but it's just like i don't know they just it was just to put that scene in. so you know anna was the overall director again like i said this was kind of the companion piece he did this at the same time he was doing the cutie honey movie yes um so the director of the first episode this is probably why it's so wacky is Hiroyuki Yamaishi, who who was one of the co-founders of Trigger and did yeah. Gurren Lagann. So yep. that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's definitely that right? style. Because that first one's got that Trigger style more than the other Looking two, bad, yeah. for sure. Um, you know, the writer hasn't done a lot of stuff. He did he, The writer did also do Gurren Lagann and Kill the Kills. So you can kind of see the you know the yeah, DNA here, through line. how that through line works, right? Uh, and Batman Ninja, if that's your kind of thing. Um yeah, it's you know, like I said, Gynax and Toei Animation. It's just good stuff. I, I don't know why it never really got a wide release or got pushed because it, it's kind of a perfect, nice, encapsulated and thing. And it's just a super fun, super good looking show to watch. Maybe it's just too dirty. Maybe it's just too many Is titties. That, I mean, it's just titties. There isn't anything overtly dirty beyond that. You know what I mean? Like, listen, it's not violent jacks. There's not like chicks with dicks raping other chicks everywhere. Yeah. And then getting cannibalized, you know, it seems pretty tame. That's all I'm saying. Cutie Honey Flash. That was the that was the yes the kind of kitty show. Yep. Because New Cutie that. Honey was the OVA. Yep. There was the original, and then yeah, Cutie Honey Flash. Sorry. Anyway, I, I just saw it. I was like, I was remembering because that's like the more kitty version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, do yourself a favor and watch it. Yeah, if you like stuff like Devilman Crybaby. Yeah. Um, which was very good, and I you know you should check it out on Netflix, but. You know, if you like things like Devil May Cry Baby, or if you liked any Gurren Lagan or Kill a Kill or any of that trigger stuff, like check out Re Cutie Honey. It's the you know any other way you're gonna watch Cutie Honey because the movie is that's its own thing. Yeah, um, the live action. It's the best way and, to watch it. Yeah, yeah, well, it's the best way to figure out if you even like it or not, right? Like, yeah, because then if you want more, there's tons. There's other stuff you can watch. There's a '70s show. There's Cutie Honey Universe. There's Flash, if you're into that, there's the freaking you YouTube. Could, you could literally go back and read the manga. There's a lot I mean. more. So, but this kind of boils it down, right? So this is this is the one you want to. It watch. boils it down in a super pretty, super fun to watch package. Yep, very excellent. So, so. You, you can't really get better than that. And it's you know it's the length of your average boring freaking Marvel movie nowadays. So really is. You know, what is it? Eighty? It's a hundred and a little over hundred. It's a little over two hours. Yeah, for the whole thing. For the whole thing. So yeah. can't beat it. Check it out. Anyway, we've blathered on long enough. As usual, have a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Well, that's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe, and may your entertainment be always, well, entertaining.